All right. Let's make one note here. Bring the heat. Okay. Morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. It was a lot of a lot of good things. A lot of good things. <clears throat> All right, so we're going to be on page 12. But the minog is that we have to start with a short hakdam every single, every chabura. So of course, what we've been doing, and we're going to keep discussing in the, as we continue through the psicha, the introduction of Chobos of Abba what we're trying to do here, try to get our heads set, what, are, what, are we, what do we want from this? So there's a few different, um, concepts that are pretty much the same, just in different words. We're trying to change our perspective. Change our perspective from what may have been um, a perspective without Bitochen, and now we're trying to have a perspective with Bitochen and what that means, to rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu in all areas of our life, how that can help us. We're, we are rewiring old circuits, if you like to deal with circuits. You know, each person has a different way of understanding. Um, those who are into computers, we're going to be coding a new operating system. It's a whole new operating system. The whole thing, it's not just a program. It's a new operating system. OS. A whole new world. And for the therapists, we're learning, we're learning, it's a therapy. Shabbat Tachlan is a therapy teaching us how to Emote properly. How do we have proper emotions? How do we have proper thought processes and proper thought patterns? That's what Shabbat Talmud is teaching us. All these different things. They're all similar. Now to do that, all of these ways of explaining what Shabbat Talmud is going to do takes one major sphere, one major tool that HaKadosh Baruch has given us in our intellect. It's called Das. Das it's hard to translate das into one word. It's, it can only be translated into multiple words. <clears throat> In das, you need to take new ideas. It could be old ideas. But things that are potentially new for you. When you take the new ideas, and you have to then believe and trust in those ideas. People read hundreds of books. People read lots of things. But if you don't believe in what you're reading, so then it doesn't go further than those few minutes you're reading it. So we need to take from the Shabbat we need to take the new ideas, and we have to believe in the words. We have to trust. We have to have bitachon in bitachon. We have to have a moon in bitachon. You thought, it was, you thought bitachon was hard, and a moon is hard. Now you have to have a moon and bitachon in bitachon. And then, it takes time. And then it takes time. It has to, we're trying to change all perspective. This doesn't, you can't recode all operating system or, or do a therapy in one session. It doesn't happen. It takes time. Hasmada, constant work, review. With this combination, that's how a person works on Das. So I don't know how you translate Das, but it's a whole system. And that's what we're trying to do. So last week we were discussing how a Baal Bitochen, a Baal Bitochen, and we're all, some of us may be Baal Bitochen, but we're, we all want to be a Baal Bitochen. And the, the Baal Bitochen gets to a place where he's independent of other people. He doesn't, rely, he doesn't trust in the people. <clears throat> he trusts on a Kaddish Baruch He relies on a Kaddish Baruch And he uses these people as messengers. Everybody that surrounds us are messengers of a Kaddish Baruch to help us. And as human beings, I, 
think most often, most often we work inside out. Inside out means that when a person has a deep truth, something he understands in a very deep way, slowly but surely that kernel that's somewhere deep in his brain, his consciousness, will slowly start to spread throughout his system, eventually to the actions he does. Now the actions is the last stop in the human being. It starts with a deep, deep understandings, deep ritsonos, deep wants, deep truths, slowly fills up his conscious thinking. You're not consciously thinking of your deepest truths. They're there. They can be conjured up. They can be worked on, but they're not there every single second. You have your thoughts, our daily thoughts. So slowly that deep truth spreads throughout the daily conscious thoughts, then flows through our emotional heart response system, ultimately to our actions. Right? That's, that's how it works, through the spheres. That's how Kodesh Baruch made us. And depending on what our deep truth is, or our deep rutzen, whatever that is, that's going to um, define who we are, ultimately, throughout time. So we want, of course, implant and code into our deepest truth. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Bitochon, He runs the world. He's good to us. He loves us. He's been here since the beginning. All of these things are going to learn. And a person who lives with the deep truth that there's a Bore Olam who we could trust is infinitely different than the person who doesn't have that deep truth in his system. Very simple, right? A person who's without a Kaddish Baruch Hu, without a deep trust in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so when he deals with people in the world, which we all have to deal with people, he's going to think that these people have the power to help and to hurt. Right? If he doesn't have that trust in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, he doesn't believe that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is the one who runs everything, so then the people we deal with in, during life, they, these people have the power to help me or hurt me. Right? What a, I think I'm better than them, but the mind said these people can help and hurt me. Now, if that's true, right? That's my conscious thought. These are my thoughts now. Then I have to act in a way with these people appropriate in order that they help me and they not hurt me. So those actions can range from doing regular business dealings, normal, all the way to flattering and kissing up to these people. And flattering kissing up could mean, if you remember last week, buying your boss's dog a new sweater vest set for, you know, for Hanukkah. It can go to that degree because I think that this boss has the power to help me. I need to, therefore, I need to kiss up to him to get the money. And therefore, I'll buy his dog right, a sweater vest set in order that he likes me and therefore he can help me. This is what happens, no? This is, the, this is what happens. If you don't have the trust in the Kodesh Baruch Hu, so then you have this whole other world that we have to finagle and manipulate and play games with. If you have a Kaddish Baruch Hu. But flattery is not a Jewish concept that should be uh, adhered to. Right. This is not good. That was the bad side. Right. Now the good side is if you have a Kaddish Baruch Hu with you, if you trust fully in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, you can, you can buy somebody a gift, but just like you use a, an Uber or whatever you use, I don't know, and you tip the driver... You know that the driver is just a messenger from getting you from your house to the airport. He's just a messenger. You tip the guy, not because without him your life is over and you mamish needed him. There's, there's a thousand taxi drivers. How about this? Is the guy, so you gave him a tip. 
So when we, when we deal with people, of course we can give them tips, but as messengers of a Kaddish Baruch it's a whole different... So the action is the same, it's just the thought behind exactly. it? of course. So I could buy that sweater for the dog. Just... If, you, if you believe that that's how Kaddish Baruch Hu... No, I'm saying, it's a gift. Of course. It's a yeah, of course. If you are coming from the place where Kaddish Baruch Hu puts you with this client or this boss, and this boss who helps you out, and the Kaddish Baruch Hu sent him, and for whatever reason this person loves his dog so much and this would make him so happy and you're not believing in this person you live in a Kaddish Baruch if that's your 100% why not it's all it's all here all, all here but with with a Kaddish Baruch we don't we don't make silly mistakes here I'll give you I'll, somebody hit me this morning ready imagine imagine everybody now is Amazon's like coming around you know they have Amazon trucks now everybody's with boxes and boxes in front of your house every day imagine the guy comes to your door and he drops the package. He says, oh, Mr. Amazon driver. Wow, thank you so much, Mamish. You're amazing. You know, you go in this weather and you wake up early and you drive around. You're amazing. Why, why is this person doing that? Because he sees in the back of the truck he's got a lot of other boxes. So he's thinking, maybe if I butter him up, maybe I'll get an extra box. <laughs> right? You're an amazing driver. You know, hint, hint, maybe, maybe you want to give me another box? That's obviously ridiculous. Those boxes don't belong to you. You only paid for this box. But we do that kind of stuff at work. We do that kind of stuff in other areas of life where we try to butter up that person to get the deal or we butter them up to get the extra deal. That doesn't mean we can't do hishtadlis. Again, we're going to learn. Of course it's hishtadlis. There's normal ways. But to remember, who is the person across from me? Shavisi Hashem, the Negdi Summit. We're trying to get that it's Kodesh Baruch who's there. And he's the one who's running this whole, this whole show. So of course you can... Do what you need to do in Hishtadlis in business. But there's, there's, there are rules. There are rules of Hishtadlis. Hishtadlis is not a Hefkervelt. Sometimes, when I grew I think the way I grew up is that, you hear, there's Bitochen and there's Hishtadlis. Okay, so Bitochen is trust in Hashem when you need to trust in Him, in spiritual matters, when things go wrong, we have to trust in Hashem. But Lamaisa, you have to get, go to college and you have to go get a job and you have to do Hishtadlis, right? So it becomes like these two worlds. There's like the bitachon hours of the day, and then there's, there's the hishtadlis hours of the day. In the hishtadlis hours, it, it's, it's whatever you want. It's, this is what Hashem wants you to do. Hashem, wants you, Hashem tells you you have to get a job, right? So you hear growing up, you have to, you have to get a job. You need a hishtadlis, you need a parnas, you need to support your family. So therefore, do a hishtadlis. But in that world of hishtadlis, there's kilu, besides for shulchan aruch, there's no other rules. You make a thousand phone calls, and you grind it, and you kill yourself out there. Within, within the realm of Shulchan Aruch, of course. Right, but as long as you say, while you're doing all that, everyone Shalom, and please, you know, I'm relying on you that you're going to make this all work out, then it's actually okay. 100%. But a person who really believes that will not be destroying himself at work. There's no way. Slowly but surely, he will, that's, that's the goal. The goal is that we don't need to do all that if we really trust in, in a Kaddish Baruch And that's what we're trying to change the perspective. But there are rules. <clears throat> because we, we, we said last week, that the, I told you about the friend of mine who said that he, he went to see a friend of his wife's and this guy, remember, he worked in a very secretive room in the, in the government and when asked what exactly is your job in that room, he said, well, I take um, sealed tubes that contain maps, very top secret maps, and I take those tubes and I carry it to wherever, the Pentagon, I don't know, and I hand it off. So my friend says to him, so you're, you're FedEx. <laughs> No, 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 no. I work in the top secret room in the government. Look at my badge. 
Guy's like, yeah, but you, have you ever looked inside? No. Do they ever ask you your opinion? No. So you're FedEx. Oh, DHL. You want to be DHL? You could be DHL. They're very chashev. But I don't, the guy said, but I don't, I don't see myself like that. I don't, see, I, I don't perceive it like that. I, I work in the special room. So we have to also remember that in the, in the world of Heshtadlis, and where we're trying to, in Shabbat Talmud, teaching us to see that the whole world is run by a Kaddish Baruch Hu, we have to remember that we're also messengers of a Kaddish Baruch Hu for other people, for, for other situations. We can't forget that. <clears throat> Yosef Tzadik, at the end of this week's parasha, we can't go without speaking about this incident. This is, this is, this is Mamash B'Tachon. Yosef Tzadik, according to Chazal, we are not making any of our own, you know, uh, okay, maybe a little bit, but Chazal say at the end of this week's parasha, Yosef Tzadik made a little bit of a mistake according to his level, where he tr- seemingly trusted in the Saramashkim. Remember me. Remember me. Like the Saramashkim is getting pulled out of jail. Remember me. Right? Yosef's stuck in jail. He's been there for, he's been there for many years. I think I, I saw Yosef was in jail for 10 years, which means this was happening about around year eight. It's a lot. Of, I mean, we can't even fathom. And, the Sarma, and, he, and he interprets the dreams. And the Saramashim is now getting out. And, and he tells, Yosef tells the Saramashim, remember me. You know, see what you could do for me in the government. And Chazal said he got in trouble. How do they know he got in trouble? Because this week's parasha starts off, after two years. After two years of what? Two years of, after the two years of punishment. That Yosef had to pay for in his madrega for not fully trusting in a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Now, all the Mepharshim have to explain, like, whoa, well, what did he do wrong? I mean, he's in jail for many years, he interprets the dreams, and he asked the guy, remember me, like, what's the, what's the big deal? So everybody has to explain this. So one of the, one of the explanations that I've seen, and again, see also at Tadik's level, so we're not holding there, but we have to learn from it, is that even when you're doing a shtadlis, like we were saying, even when you're doing a shtadlis, there are rules. This is like the, almost like the lottery ticket um, type of a shtadlis. Where a person, he works, but he's always like, get that lottery ticket. Maybe, maybe it'll be my lucky day. Is that, is that, is that appropriate or not appropriate? Technically, it's not appropriate for a Jew to play the lottery. <laughs> Besides, strictly halacha. I heard you buy one ticket or something. Cause right, that's one, it. buy one ticket. You only need one. If you're really holding there. Yeah, you buy one and that buy was it. Because if you were going to win. It's, 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 it's something that has to person, each person on their own. You can't make rules. This is something that's inside a person's brain. Well, he has to know why, what is he really doing when he's buying a ticket? I, I don't want to get into this right now, really. I, I shouldn't have even no, guessed he's an example. It, doesn't it say that yeah. if you're a gambler, you're not allowed to be a witness? That's for sure. That's, a, that's, that's in Sanhedrin. This might not be considered gambling. That might be with other oh. human beings, people where they're relying, and you're like, Geneva, it's a different story. This is where it's New York State Lotto, hey, you never know, <laughs> right? $54.8 billion. Is that what it's holding on now? I don't even know. But to do his shtadlis has to be according, generally, has to be according to the rules of bitachon. So if a person, you know, gropes in the darkness, that's not appropriate his shtadlis. I mean, his shtadlis has to be calculated based on your life situation, based on what's normal. But if you're going to rely, let's say, let's say you have to, um, let's give an example. Um, I don't know, let's just say you're, uh, you're, you're, you went to a jail. I guess where I'm thinking jails now because you're safe. And you're, you're a therapist. I don't know. 
and you're doing therapy on some of the inmates, and you're dealing with murders, mamash, worst of the worst. I mean, not just one murder. Mur- he, he murdered many people. And, you know, you, you provided him with a therapy. You helped him out for many years. And now he's actually ready to go back on the streets. But, <laughs> you know, you tell him as he's going out, you know, listen, I'm, in ther- I'm doing therapy in this jail. You know, if you make it out there in the big times, you know, remember me. Think about me. Bring me out. Help me, help me get a better job. It's silly, right? You're relying on this guy, this murderer, who you've worked with, but is that the proper, is that the proper place to put your, your, your hishtadlis in this person? Is that, is that where you should be going? I mean, maybe you should be sending resumes to normal people. Like, this is your go-to. Yosef Tzadik, Chazal say that he was relying on, on Rashi says in the Pazik, the Bali Gaiva, the Mitzrim. This Mitzri, this Saramashim, you think he cares about Yosef? Oh because, oh, because Yosef did him a favor. So now Yosef thinks... Oh, I did my favorites. Of course he has to help me out. That's, that's in our own brains. That's not how it works in life. I mean, I mean, everybody here has helped other people and then you think that they'll help you back and they say, see you later. Because we get, we get lost in ourselves. We think, first of all, we think mm-hmm. that, well, I, I, I did this. I helped him out. Therefore, he should help me out. Those aren't, those aren't the rules. Who... There is a like a mahalach in business where you do tova for someone and then you say, if you have any referrals, please bring it my way, as opposed to Yosef Tzadik was depending upon one person to try to get him out. Right? I think there's maybe a difference. I'm not saying referrals, this is, this, is, this is wrong. Again, it all depends on where, what the, what the kavanas are. Right. What the kavanas are. Right. It's all depends on the kavanas. But Yosef Tzadik and his madrega made a mistake in relying on this person who might not have been a good shaliach, A, because he doesn't care about Yosef. He just wants to get out of jail and go home to his family. And Bayes, maybe Yosef was thinking, like a person, you're the boss, right? You're the boss. And then people are kissing up to you, right? Here we're, ta- we're talking about kissing up to other people. But let's say you're the boss and other people are kissing up to you. If you accept that, are, you not fa- are we not falling in the same trap as the guy who's kissing up? If you get kissed up too, and people are buying your dog a sweater vest set, you're like, wow, thank you so much. It's amazing. Givaldic. Aren't you then taking it, Ki'ilu, that you're not just a courier? You're something more than that? I mean, these people are kissing up to you. Did you, what did you provide them, for them? Aren't you just a messenger of a Kodesh Baruch Hu? That doesn't mean that they shouldn't have a Kar Satov, right? They have to, we have to remember, we have to get it very clear. It's always back and forth. You ha- we have to live with people in a normal way, but always remembering who's running the show. Does this make... It just, it's going to take some time. Maybe I'm being a little bit confusing right now. In, 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 in investing, there's a term called diversification. <clears throat> right? So diversification doesn't mean you don't trust. You say, oh, I'm going to try this investment, this investment, real estate a little bit, Bitcoin, stock market, yeah, all these different things. So when a person transacts in business with many, many different people, first of all, there, there is the midah of, of derch eretz. You have to be nice to people and do good to them mm-hmm. without anything else, without any tzipios, okay? So if, if that's your starting point, and then you say, this is the relationship that I have with all these people. If something good, good comes out of one of these or all of them, you know, that's fantastic. And if not, not. But the, the, 
it's it's not everything is Hanifa and, and, and all these Schlechter Sachen. It's you just you just transact with people as long as you have the Abish just sitting right over here. But that's that's what we're talking about, exactly. But we sometimes we forget that. But you do other things also. It's not just not? you know of so you know you you know that this guy's Meshuggah about his dog and you buy him a as a Meshuggah. Of course it could be, depending where it's coming from. Yeah. Of course. Of course. We have to train ourselves into into, into this mode of have to, a person has to be very, very honest with themselves. Right. Very, 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 very honest. It's very easy to speak here and say, yeah, of course I don't do that. Of course I don't do that. But if we would stop during the day and we would try to analyze what we're actually thinking and how we're dealing with people, it might not come out as simple as it was on Sunday at uh, 9.22. But you have to be honest with yourself. That's the only way. Yeah, we, could, we could learn this and it could be a nice schmooze and we can talk fancy things and it's 45 minutes. Very nice. But for those people who really want to, really want to work on bitachon, it's 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 work. It's real, honest work. It could be a person could wake up and say, "Wow, I've been kissing up, and I've been totally forgetting about a kaddish over the past forty years." It's possible, but it's okay because we just didn't know about it before. It's okay. We all had a muna. Everybody had a muna. But bitach, we're talking bitachon. That's a different madrig. It's okay. Doesn't mean you have to finish the, the malach right now, but we're not b'nei chorin to just be mevatel. We have to work hard, we have to think, we have to, we have to work on ourselves. Okay, so let's continue with the sefer here. We're on page 12. We're finishing up a little bit of last week about that a Baal B'tachon doesn't need to rely on people. And therefore, once he relies on a Kaddish Baruch Hu, a lot of stuff that he feels obligated towards and feels a responsibility and burden, they all fall away, dealing with other people. For instance, on page 12, on the, the third, the third, I guess, paragraph, the third bold. When, when we receive from other people, in business or anything in life, there is, of course, we'll start with the, the of course. Of course there's Hakar Satov. And of course we have to deal with people properly and thank them. But, if a person doesn't have Bitachon, then he feels overly obligated to pay this person back. Like, this person helped me. I needed this business deal, or whoever helped me in getting me some job, or getting me whatever it is, getting me into a school. Right, whatever it may be, that somebody helped me. If you don't have that deep truth that a Kodesh Baruch is the one who orchestrated this, you will feel obligated, overly obligated. You have to, I have to help this person. I have to do something. Which Agav, Agav, this is for the Bali Musar, who understand, sometimes when you feel extremely obligated towards another person. We're not going to get into this now, but when you feel extremely obligated towards another person, you feel indebted, you might actually become mean to them. Mm-hmm. Mean, mean to them. You might actually do them a disservice. When you owe them so much, you might come to resentment. Okay, so that, I'm just, that's parenthetical. That's another time if you want to discuss that later. It's a, actually, it's a, it's, mamsha, it's, it's a crazy thing, but it happens. Al you don't, you don't feel overly obligated to, to, to thank people. To thank them? Of course. Uh, yes, you in the back. Um, send, somebody did something <laughs> nice to you, right? Thank yeah. you, like, like what you were saying. Sending a gift, a fruit platter for Shabbos, something like is that. Is that... Of course. Again, okay, what's your kavana? We're, tr- we're trying to build a system where HaKadosh Baruch is at the top and everything in life flows through him. If we're, that's what we're trying to build. We're trying to create the new operating system, a whole new circuit system. Once we have that down, everything we do will be 
within the realm of Bitochen. So I want to sing thank you. You would have slayed from Hashem, so I mean, don't say that to me. In my mind. This was well, if he's a Jew, maybe you should, but yeah. So Teach him. Shliach, I want to say thank you. I want to send a little song. 100%. That's, that's the right way to do it. Why not? Yeah, Hashem chose this Think so, guy. no? Hashem chose this guy, guy but so Hashem, Hashem chose this guy. Right. And therefore, he deserves, Hashem wanted him to get a tip. Yeah. Hashem chose this guy. That's okay. Again, we're just, we have to just try to get this into our daily system. And then it's, then it's great. Then you're happy to give to this person because this person is Shalich Hashem. Of course I want to give this person. When you don't see him as that, oh, I've got it. Now I've got to give 10% of what I made to this guy. But if you realize that a Kaddish Baruch Hu orchestrated the whole thing and a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants you to make and Hashem wants you to be a messenger to help others make, so then 10% becomes part of, just part of the system. It was never mine. Right? When you don't have a Kaddish Baruch Hu, you think it's all mine. Oh, now I've got to cut some of this to give to this guy. Yay, help me, but I don't but if you see it as, this is a Bariola. He runs the world. He really takes care of you. He sets everything up. And whatever money you make, even minus the 10% you have to give to your, the broker, whatever. Okay. Because you only wanted me to get the 90. And the 100 was never mine. It's a different way of processing, of thinking, of just being. It's a happier way. It's a calmer way. Easy way of dealing with taxes, right? That's something you want to get. <laughs> no, no, no. Those you can... No, okay. Be careful on camera. Right? Nowadays, uh, we know how it goes over here. Especially from this seat. Okay, anyway. Vaita, he says, what happens, if, what happens if you're working uh, for whoever it is, goyim or, not, or Jews, and, and they do things that are... You don't think they're so appropriate. Well, if you think that the boss is the way you make your money, and if I don't have this guy, if I don't have this job, I, can't, I won't be able to live. Well, then you're going to stay quiet while this boss of yours is doing illegal things, whatever the case may be, just using that as an example, and you won't, you won't say anything. How could I say to this guy? He's gonna, he could fire me. I need this guy. That's coming from a place where you don't have trust in a Kodesh Baruch. For a person who's bitachon, if you have to rebuke them, you do what you have to do. You can't care about their COVID in certain situations. Bitachon is not a a card where you could just now go and like blast everybody. Yeah. That's, that's not proper because then again, you'd be forgetting that you're not a messenger of Hashem. A person who takes Bitochen and starts blasting people who are not following Kodesh Baruch Hu, he's just a big Balgaiva. Adarabi, he's not, he's, he's not a Baal Bitochen at all. He's just using it to, to hurt other people. And if you have to embarrass them, whatever the situation may be, to rebuke people, I have to say everything has to be Agav here, to rebuke people, there's a, there's a mitzvah in the Torah. But just like there's halachas of everything in our life, there's halachas of So until you learn the halachas of what it means to rebuke somebody, just know that you could, but don't. Unless you absolutely have to. I mean, there are rules of what it means to rebuke somebody. You don't have to, you don't have to laugh at their sheker, you don't have to laugh at their jokes and, and, and say, yeah, no, no, you're not flubbing the numbers. No, that was, you know... It was just a mistake. That extra one that you added to the beginning of the zeros. Ah, it was just a mistake. You didn't, it was a joke. You don't have to do that. Because you don't trust in this person that he's provided for you. There's a boreolum. It's a scary thing. I mean, everybody knows the halacha. That it's, they bring down that if you'd have to speak Lashon Hara, it's better to lose your job. than speak Even if, it was, if it's a real Darais Lashon Hara, it's better to lose your job. But no one's going to do that unless they have real bitach. Or very strong Yeres Hashem that they never spoke Lashon Hara in their life. Bitochen helps us keep Te'ar Vodas Hashem in, a, in an appropriate way. <clears throat> okay. 
and he brings the next page. He brings he brings some sukkim. Hashem elokim yazir leHashem is going to help me. I came alone chalamti. Therefore, I don't have to be embarrassed. I'll kain samti panek chalamish veeda kiloivush. I can make my face like a like a stone, like a flint, and I know that I won't be embarrassed. Vamar al tiramayim all the same types of sukkim. Al tiramayim I don't have to be scared from them. When we divrei al tiram from their words, I don't have to be scared. Vamar me divrei al tiram bnei al techas I don't have to be scared of them. Vamar al tiram ipneim. Vamar al techas ipneim. Vamar. If you have trust in the Kaddish Baruch, you don't have to fear other people. You don't have to fear them. A Kaddish Baruch takes care. So they, so they, they threaten to fire you. It's not easy. It's not a walk in the park. But listen, I have a Boreal who's bigger than you. And he can take care. He's done crazy things. The fact that I'm still alive today is, is, is pretty, uh, it's proof that a Kaddish Baruch runs the world. That I have this whole situation that I have. How, how, how could anybody explain what they have? Where they got to from their parents to their schooling to this, to, to where they live in their job. You can't explain it. Kaddish Baruch takes care of every single person. Everybody knows the people who lost jobs and then got better jobs and every type of situation in between. But if we don't rely on a Kaddish Baruch Hu, we learn that we're relying on other people. Memela, we become scared of other people. And if we become scared of other people, then we have to do funny things. We have to act in funny ways. That if we were sane, we wouldn't do such things. Fine. Weiter. Trying to move a little bit. <coughs> now, <coughs> we're going to go into a very famous and important part of the psicha of the Shar Bitachem. One of the Torah benefits, the spiritual benefits of Bitachem is... We're talking about the person who's al or he's, he's there. This person, it brings him He doesn't have to pay attention to Olam Hazeh. It doesn't have to bog him down. Again, he, might, he lives in this world. He goes to work. But he's not bogged down by these things. And therefore, he's able to set his heart to Avodah Hashem. And we've discussed this already, of course. It means we could dive in benachas. We don't have to rush out to get to work. We can learn in the morning or even in the middle of the day. Maybe a person could possibly take an hour out of his day in the middle of the day to learn benachas if he doesn't have a boss and that would be stealing from him. Right? We're not breaking the law over here. He could do that. Because he's not worried. He'll get to his meeting when his meeting is supposed to be. He'll make the phone call. No matter becomes, or very few matters become very pressing. There's always pressing matters, but you could take it calmly. But not just that. A person who, let's say we have a person that he's, he's does, his learning is not exactly his thing. And he taught him three times a day, that's his thing. But he likes to help. He likes to do chasid. Yeah, people, a lot of people like that. It's most of the world is, enjoys to do chasid. Most of the Jewish world. Now, if you have a person who's constantly bogged down because he has to make, he has to make for his family, he has to make for this, he has to make for the tuition, constantly, 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 he doesn't have enough time or the, he doesn't have mind to, to do chasid for other people. We, there are some people who are tremendous organizers, big brains, who could create organizations of chasid, of tzedakah, but they don't have the time, they don't have the mind because they're so bogged down by their work. So a person who wants to help others, 
whether it's giving money or giving time or creating new organizations, if he's, if he's free from the bother, the nonstop emails and texts and WhatsApps, he might actually have time to stop and think, you know, how can I help HaKadosh Baruch Hu? How could I be a messenger of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Because if we're messengers, how could it be all day long we're just running in a rat race trying to just make money, money, all again, 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 again. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us. He, the brain that I have, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us all, Baruch Hashem, we're Jews. So, you know, we're just usually smarter than an average bear. He gave us tremendous kochos, everybody in their own way. And you often show it at work. He doesn't want you to use that also in Ruchnius, also to help Jews. If we would take 10 Jews who work in, in the business field, and you would take them, and you'd say, okay, I'm going to take care of you for the next five years. You guys just come together and just think about how you can help Klai Yisrael. You don't think we'd come out with tremendous new inyanim organizations, schools? I don't know. Probably would. But people don't have time to do that because they're so bogged down by that other stuff, that noise. No? Am I crazy? I don't think I'm crazy. I've had this dream for 15 years. Okay, so just quit your job. No, I'm joking. All right, everybody, we're going to give everybody every, everybody an allowance. Everybody's going to chip in. But we could do it. If we have bitachon and we trust on Kaddish Baruch Hu, we can have more t- hours in our day. We really can. Ticket and then that dream. <laughs> not a lottery ticket, yeah. Well, to build the thing that I want to do. But the, we, we can really be opened up to so much more in our lives. There is so much more. Think about it. I mean, it's pretty simple. Think about what you do now and how successful you are at what you do. Imagine not just the dollars that you give towards organizations. That's beautiful. That's very nice. And we have to do that. But imagine taking the kochos that Kodesh Baruch gave you, that you use in the, in the Gashmi's world, and then use it in the Ruchni's world. I'm not talking about learning and davening. I'm talking about chesed, organizations. You don't think we could, like, change the world? Even, even ten Jews who would do that, let alone hundreds and thousands. That's what a Kodesh Baruch wants from us. And it could happen. If we think and live bitachon, we're not there yet, slowly but surely, day in and day out, seeing Yad Hashem in front of us, not getting lost in the numbers and the people and just trusting, and a Baruch will open up and he'll show you, say, here I am, just pay attention, here I am. And slowly but surely, when you, say, when you see a Baruch Hu pop out in the middle of the day, here I am, like enough times, it then you acquire it in your soul, in your, in your, whole, your whole essence changes. And then everything opens up. And then you say, you know what? This safer is true. I don't have to spend all my time and all my energy and all my efforts in this place. I really do have more time to do what I truly want to do, meaning what the neshama truly wants to do. Because all day long, it's our, it's, our, it's our goof. Of course, rightfully so. We have a lot of things to do, but where, where's the neshama? He gets, he gets like a little, little bit, little bit. So now he says something great. If a person has true trust in a Kaddish Baruch which we're going to work on, he becomes in his tranquility, in his calmness, in his lack of worries, like the alchemist. Everyone knows what an alchemist is? 
This person knows somehow, science, science, I don't know, to turn silver into gold. And lower metals, copper and bronze, into kesef, to silver. So this guy is infinitely wealthy. This guy has got everything. If you could turn metal into silver and silver into gold, that's it. You're good. This, this is the greatest job of all time. Now I just want to ask everybody to imagine for a second. Okay, imagine this. You have a kid, high school. He's in high school, 11th grader. 11th grade. Anybody have 11th graders here? Okay. Or oh, you did? He comes home. He said, what, what did you do in school today? Oh, we, today was a great day. Today we had a job fair. Oh, a job fair. Yeah, all the different types, all these different types of people came to say there's doctors there and there's lawyers and there's accountants. All the different people are trying to tell over what they do and therefore gives us an idea of what we would like to do in our lives. Oh, that's great. So what did you choose? Daddy, I want to be an alchemist. An alchemist. You want, me, you want to be an alchemist? Yeah. This guy came and he showed us how he turns metal into silver and silver into gold. So, I mean, that's great. I got all the money in the world. I can do whatever I want. So he's like, son, but, you know, uh, there's, other, you know there's other professions. You know, there's, there's lawyers, there's doctors, real estate. There's other things to do. You sh- alchemist? Yeah, daddy, didn't you tell me that isn't that the whole point? Just to make money? So if the whole point is just to make money, so then I guess alchemy is the way to go, no? Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a little dangerous, right? You know, it could be dangerous. So, so, so the kid says back to you, yeah, but construction work uh, that you'd like me to do is also could be dangerous, right? Everything could be dangerous, right? Driving a car could be dangerous, the kid says. No, but um, maybe, maybe it's illegal. Maybe it's, it could be a little bit illegal. The kid says, yeah, but I, I know what goes on in the, in the world. Uh, people are doing all these things all the time. I want to be an alchemist. Would a person be happy with their kid being an alchemist? Why not? If he was good at it. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. I get my dream immediately. What's wrong? Yes. My kid is an alchemist. I get my dream. You get your dream. Yeah. You still wouldn't want him to be the alchemist. Even with that job, says the Sharbi Tafan, there are ten ways, ten ways that a Baal is better than even an alchemist. You ready? Here we go. This is, this is like, first time you see this, you've never seen this before, like, it really wakes you up. Says the Shah if you're strong in your Bitochon, there's 10 ways that being a Baal is infinitely better than being an alchemist. First of all, an alchemist needs certain materials. He needs certain potions and elixirs. I don't know, whatever he uses. Or he needs certain uh, tools, instruments. They're not always available. Sometimes you run out. So that's great. You have everything set up. But if you don't have the uh, WD-41 that you need for this stuff, then you can't make any money. But the one who's a botech Hashem, who truly relies on the Kaddish Baruch Hu, who believes in the Kaddish Baruch Hu's infiniteness, can get food and can get whatever he needs from any place in the world. Kemosham Rakazi brings a few rayas. When the man was falling in the, in the midbar, for 40 years we ate from this man that was falling from Shemayim. 
And Moshe Rabbeinu says, you had this mud for 40 years in order that you should know that it's not on bread alone that man lives. Because it's from a Kaddish Baruch. Don't think that you could just make bread and you, and you have to plant the seeds in the rain and, and, and you did something. Kaddish Baruch made it mud for 40 years. You had no part in that. It's from a Kaddish Baruch. The Torah is training us, even though your person might say, yeah, but there's no mud here. I don't see any mud. If there's mud, I believe in Hashem also. The Torah was, was is training us that a Kaddish Baruch wants us to be talking about. According to some of the Farshim, the Gra, even the Vilna Gon has such a Lashem that some people try to say, that's not what he meant. But the Vilna Gon says, I've seen the words, that Kol Torah Kula, the whole point of all the Torah, is to get to Bitochan. He says in Mishlei. The Vilna Gon says, all of Torah is to get to a person to trust in Hashem. Okay, some people try to say, that's not what he meant. He meant, okay, but I read the words. And I want to, that's, how, that's what it sounds like he's saying. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to show himself throughout the Torah in order to train Kla Yisrael then <coughs> and for generations that there's a Bari Olam who takes care of Kla Yisrael and that we should trust in him. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu did Nisim and flows in the Midbar and we'll see with some of the Nevi'im in order that even though right now we don't necessarily see the Yad Hashem Begiloi Mamish revealed, but we build up a, a belief in Torah, through the Torah, through the Tzaddikim, through the Torah, to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That a Kaddish Baruch Hu has shown us through this Torah, and the Nevi'im, and Ksuvim, that there is a Bore Olam, and he runs the world, and he takes care of those who he needs to take care of. And therefore, even now, when we don't have that, but we have that Emuna and Bitochon in the Torah, we have that Emunah B'Tachon HaKadosh Baruch So even though, meaning, even though the Lechem, the Lechem from Shemayim, the money is not falling right now, what we have to get to is that the checks we receive and the monies we get is also money from Shemayim. That's what we want to get to. It's also money from Shemayim. What's the difference? That's what we need to get to. And he brings other rise. He says, He says, Ki asibos inin nivtzaras mimeno b'chol eis b'chol malkom kasha yedatam idvar liyo im ha'orvim v'im ha'isha amonav u'gas r'tzafam tzapach zamayim there's no, there's no lacking of means by a Kaddish Baruch Hu to get a person what he needs. He's infinite. He can do whatever he wants. Elyon Novi's running away from, from Achav and Izevel, and, and ravens come day and night to provide him with meat. Or, or, the, or, or, he, or somehow he wakes up in the desert, he's dying, and, and a Kaddish Baruch Hu says, here, here's a, 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 some cakes and some drinks, some water. Uh, a Kaddish Baruch Hu has his ways, and we have to believe in that. And last one he says, That Ovadia the Novi hid from Achav a hundred Nevi'im and he was able to provide for them through Nisim, through Kaddish Baruch Hu. As the Pasuk says, The lions, the strong lions, sometimes they don't have and they're hungry. But Hashem, those who seek Hashem, Hashem, that's active. It's not passive. Dor Sheshem, Those who actively seek out a Kaddish Baruch Hu through davening, through learning, through mitzvahs, through his bodhidus and his boninus, they're not lacking anything. There's nothing lacking to those who fear. Tonight's Hanukkah. Hanukkah, Chashmon, was all about Bitochen. Twelve. Okay, there's a few hundred probably Jews went with Messias Nefesh to, to fight for Kaddish Baruch Hu. Then they lit an oil that shouldn't have lit, and it lasted eight days. We'll talk about Hashem next week if we have Chabura. I hope we do. Let's we'll discuss more. But all of Hanukkah, obviously, is the Chag Shabbat Shalom. Freilchen.
so I'm not going to say that's that person you know, but like, I believe in you and then he's dying and then he's dying of it's a hard part to it is and uh, one day we should be at the place where we have such talking that it's hard to imagine what it would be like yeah. I, I, I've spoken with them about that many times I said to them I would have been one of the spies complaints <laughs> one of the first ones by the eagle <laughs> all of us loaning him all, 100% that would have been honestly good uh, for sure he laughed at me <laughs> Oh, wait, this is... Oh, great. This is not flattery. Right. Oh, <laughs> why? Why? There's no need. Okay, we should have a new life together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shalom. I'm, I'm in the airport business. Uh, okay. 